0: I was thinking about doing some gambling
1: myself. You know, just a little bit of money. Maybe doubling it and then doubling it several more times. I don't know. Kind of just for fun. I was thinking, do you have any tips or ideas about sure things?
0: Welcome in, everybody, to another edition of By the Hook. Colby Powell, Andrew Gilman with you. Andrew. The NBA season starts in six days. It's weird. It's almost Christmas. It's kind of like an early Christmas present getting the NBA back on. It's going to be complete sports overload with the NBA, college basketball with Cade Cunningham and what he's doing. There's a lot of excitement around the state. And, of course, we've still got Oklahoma and Iowa State this Saturday. The NFL still has three more weeks to go before two months of playoffs. It's going to be sports overload for a little while.
1: It is. And how smart is Sam Preston? You know, not only is he stockpiled. Uh, every pick in the draft seemingly for the next five to seven years but he figured out the season that the Thunder are going to be their worst since coming to Oklahoma City I'll count that first season because we knew that they were bad but they had the players to get better we don't know that that's the case now but he scheduled it on a year that there's no fans not at least at the beginning so what a year to not have to go see this team because we haven't experienced anything like this in Oklahoma City yet.
0: Yeah, and he's scheduled on a year where the best player in the draft plays 50 miles north of your arena. Yeah, interesting. Yeah, interesting. which is yeah. coincidence. No and fans are allowed in there, so I wouldn't be surprised if he makes a trip or two up to Gallagher-Iba to watch Cade Cunningham this year.
1: Might as well. Might as well. That's right. That, that'd be a pretty good... Uh, is he is he the consensus number one right now?
0: Uh he's not consensus. I've seen some Jalen Green floating around, but he's stuff. top two or three for sure, right? Yeah, uh, I've I've seen him nowhere lower than three over the last six months, but most recently I've seen him at one, and I know I've seen a lot of hype uh, surrounding him since he hit that game winner, uh, that three-pointer on Saturday against Wichita State, and even I've, I've just got ESPN up in front of me, and we were yep. recording our football podcast before we recorded this one, and at the bottom line while PTI was on, it said, coming up on Center, Cade Cunningham's breakout season or something, some Cade Cunningham oh, wow. headline across okay. the bottom. Yeah. Well,
1: good for Mike Boynton for getting him for a year, and. Maybe be good for Sam Presti for laying it down for this year to try to get him. That would be great. It's fun to cheer for a local guy, uh, but it's sure as easy to cheer for uh, Russell Westbrook or Kevin Durant or James Harden because they're the best player. Sometimes yeah. you just get rolled in there and you want to take the guy that makes the most sense because he's local. But I think fans, if they don't get Caden Cunningham, will get upset. But I think that Sam Presti has built up enough sort of uh, – let's say, emotional and empirical data that says he knows what he's doing.
0: Yeah, exactly. And it's not like the NFL where the Jets can just lose, uh, you know, go all-out blitz instead of winning a game and giving up a Hail Mary so they make sure they get a draft pick. comes down to the ping-pong balls in the NBA. So uh, why don't we start with championship odds? I know you've got those in front of you. I'm not looking at them, so give me the championship odds. I'm going to go out on a limb, and I'm going to say that the Lakers have the best odds to win the title.
1: It's hard to pick against LeBron, isn't it? Uh, looking at Lakers at Colby, uh, yes, Lakers five to one. Two to one is what I'm seeing. Two right to now. one. Saying, uh, uh, this is on my side. It, this might not be the most accurate, uh, but uh, two to one gives you a pretty good idea. The Clippers at five and a half to one. After that, uh, the Bucks at five and a half to one. But you know what? I mean, this is how the NBA is. And, and whether it's two to one or three to one or even five to one, the NBA is haves and have nots. And we know, somewhat similar to baseball, at the beginning of the year, the two or maybe four of the most teams that could win it—that has not been any different since about the '80s that I can remember since I've been watching it. I started watching the NBA in the '80s. It's been the same way pretty much every year.
0: Yeah, I think actually last season was the season I can remember where the most teams had a chance just because of everything weird that happened, the bubble, the fact that the Warriors had just dismantled. But it took an
1: act of God and a pandemic to make that
0: the case. Well, it did, but also, I mean, Kevin Durant left, so that opened up a lot of things. Obviously, the injuries in Golden State kind of just opened it up. You know, you saw Toronto doing good things, Boston, Philly, Milwaukee, all these teams out east who thought they had a chance. The uh, the Clippers, the, the Nuggets, the Lakers, uh, the Blazers there for a, a brief stint, the Rockets, all these teams out west that thought they had a chance, but at the end of the day, like kind of like you were saying, there were really only a handful of teams who were championship yeah. caliber, and the Lakers ended up getting it done.
1: Although, I'll say this, I I only think that there's a handful of teams that could win at Lakers. Maybe the Clippers and the Bucks. I think, are the the best bets, obviously. It's not not surprising anyone to say that. But in the Western Conference, there's a lot of damn good teams that are going to try to win a lot of games, which is actually good for the Thunder because those teams are all going to try to win, which even if the Thunder do try to win with the players they have, they're not going to. So that makes me think that the Thunder are even better shaped to get a one or a two pick uh, lottery-wise, you know, have the most, the best chances to get that one or two pick.
0: Yeah, I'm with you there. Um... It's, it's not a season, what I'm
1: saying, Colby, where there's a bunch of teams trying to tank. All these teams in the West, I mean, who, who's bad? Who's bad in the West? Who's, who's not improved on trying to get better? Thunder. Every team in the West is trying to win, except for maybe the Thunder. Yeah,
0: you're right. You're right. Every That's other team in season.
1: the West... But I Sam lines it all up again. I don't know how he did it.
0: Yeah, so is there any value that you like in terms of NBA championship odds, or, or are you just going to stay away from it because you only like the teams at the top and there's not enough value there?
1: No, I don't like I, that, that. I would agree with. I'm going to shift my bet to playing overs and unders instead of trying to get a future. And my future on over and under would be the thunder. I'll take whatever under you're going to give me. I'm going to take the under on it because – like I said, all of these teams, they're stacked up against the Western Conference. I know that there's less games this year, but they've adjusted those totals to, to reflect that. Uh, 72 and, games
0: this year, I believe, instead of the normal 82. And I'm seeing a 22 and a half. I'm seeing 23 and total. a
1: half. Okay, well, I love the under 23 and a half. I'll take the under 22 and a half. I just don't see how they're going to get to that number if they're going to win, what, four to seven games against the West, Maybe.
0: I am, Who are they going to beat? I am scrolling to see if any team other than the Knicks has a lower win total than the Thunder. The Knicks are, I'm showing Knicks at 22 and a half also. So I'm showing the Knicks at 22 and a half, but of course I'm showing the okay. Thunder a game higher. I'm also okay, showing so the Pistons, Pistons at 23 okay. and a half. Cavs. That's the other one I was forgetting. The Cavs. I'm showing at 22 and a half as well. So I've got Cavs okay. and Knicks as the two worst teams in the NBA, followed closely by the Thunder and Pistons. Which obviously, if it were to play out that way, would give Oklahoma City uh, a really good chance at, at getting that number one pick.
1: Yep. Yeah, I think so. And you know, they they don't get to play the Pistons four times, or three times even. They don't get to play the Cavs three times. They're going to play the Knicks three times. they get to play the Lakers three times. Golden State and Houston and all those other teams three times. So I just don't know where the wins are going to come from. Of course, you know, you catch somebody on a February 9th, you're going to win a couple games. And the Thunder are not going to lay down. They're going to try to win games with the players they have. But the players they have are not good enough to win games. That's the difference.
0: Yeah, absolutely. So, let's talk a little uh, NBA MVP odds because this, I think, is a lot more random than uh, the championship odds because, you know, guys get hot, yep. guys get injured, some guys rest. So, yep. t- tell yep. me where you think years. the uh, the value is. I'm looking at Luka Doncic as pretty much a runaway fra- favorite at plus 275 uh, and then second would be Giannis Antetokounmpo at plus 475.
1: I'm seeing a little bit different, uh, Colby, as of this was two weeks ago, December 1st. My odds are showing Giannis at 3.5 and Luke at 4.5. If that's the really?
0: case. Okay, I, so I'd it probably, shifted a bit.
1: Yeah, and I see Steph Curry at 6 and LeBron at 7. You know LeBron's not going to That's just not going to be the case. I, I've got James Steph Hart, and
0: LeBron at 8.5 and, and then AD at 9-1. to one.
1: I see AD at 9, uh, and, and I'm seeing Kevin Durant at 14. I wonder if they're going to rest him, though. Uh, you, you can't figure that Kevin Durant's going to be 100% all year or at least get 100% of the, the minutes that a, a superstar would normally get. Uh, I think Doncic is a good pick. I don't trust Steph Curry to play the entire season either. I think they'll rest him quite a bit. Uh, what about a guy called Carl Anthony Cowan?
0: Um, Boy, Out. What, are, what are you seeing him at? I, I, I don't even – I've got everybody yeah, – I, I he's not he's not on my board. I'm seeing him at uh, 50. 50, yeah. I, I don't have yeah. him on my board.
1: Yep. Joel Embiid at 25. Jokic at 30. I don't think that's a bad pick either because I could see Denver trying to do something like maybe win that number one seed and going all out to do that number one seed. So like what we've seen with Milwaukee the last couple of years. And it doesn't matter what you do in the playoffs. If Denver could somehow get past an L.A. team or two L.A. teams, and win the Western Conference, which I think they're going to try everything to do that, whereas the Lakers and the Clippers, they're not going to be built to try to do that sort of stuff. They know it doesn't matter as much. You've got LeBron, you're going to rest. You've got Kawhi Leonard, you're going to rest, and you're going to play from – listen, if the Lakers and the Clippers play from the three seed or the four seed, they're going to be okay with that. They don't care. But I do think Denver does care. And if that's the case, maybe a guy like Jokic is worth it at 30-1. to
0: yeah the the value I like by the way that's shifted as well maybe some money's come in there I see Jokic at uh, 20 to 1 currently. Okay. For well, so, but the value I like is at 16 to one, kind of the same reasoning. I think he'll go hard all year. There'll be very little resting. And I, I think we've seen him gradually improve and work his way up, uh, at or near the superstar level. I think Damian Lillard is set yep. to just have a monster monster year in Portland. And if he could get them in, into home court advantage in the NBA, I think he would have a, a pretty good shot also because people are, Vote on the... The MVP award, so I think Giannis, short of doing something historic, is just about out because voters get tired of voting yeah. for the same guy every year. I think yeah, I, I think do. Giannis is a terrible bet for MVP. I mean, LeBron should have 15 of them, and he's got what two, three, four? I don't even know. Um, but yeah. Damian Lillard at 16 to one, he's likable. A lot of people will vote for him. I think he's set to have a monster year. I think Portland could surprise people and end up being a top four team in the West, a- and that could be viewed to be exceeding expectations. Patience, and if that happens, I think you're getting pretty good value at sixteen to one on game.
1: Then you better take Portland and they're over. I don't know what it is, and I'll have it in front of me. But you better take Portland and they're over because they're not—they're not giving an MVP to a guy that finishes. I don't think uh, they're more likely to. You know, it's not like the Heisman where if you lose three or four games, you're out. Uh, certainly, uh, Russell Westbrook was able to win it when the Thunder weren't. What were they a five seed or six seed or whatever six. it was? They were six. Yeah, and, and, but it took. What, what did it take for Russell Westbrook to win it? It took barely getting past James Harden, who had a great year that year also, and it took a, a, a breaking an NBA record that it stood for, what, 30 to 40 years or however long it was. So I don't think Damian Lillard has the chops to be able to get that done. I don't think Portland will win enough. I like him. He's, he's a superstar. I don't disagree with anything you're saying there. If, if you want value, sure, but I, I'm going to go Denver instead of Portland as far as value goes.
0: Yeah. By the way, the win total for Portland in a 72 game season is 40 and a half, but the over Damn. the over they're, is juiced at minus 165.
1: So they think Portland's going to be great this
0: year. That's they, what they're saying. Yeah, they, they, they think they're, they're
1: top three, four Uh,
0: yeah. I mean, we'd have to look at some of the other totals here, but yeah, I mean they they think Portland's that going to be that good. That only helps. That only helps my Thunder under them, doesn't it? Yeah, you're right. I mean, the the Lakers' win totals forty-seven and a half, so they've only they're only projecting Portland six or seven games behind the Lakers because the under your, and yeah. uh, over are pretty close in juice on the Lakers.
1: Well, then uh, I, I like my I like my if, if that's the case. What you're saying is that Portland's going to go all out every game. Uh, yeah, they played a Thunder four times. I like that. I like that a lot.
0: How about rookie of the year odds? You willing to lay some down on uh, Lamelo Ball at plus three seventy five? The odds-on favorite. That's- That's what I'm seeing right
1: now. Because I'm getting three and a quarter, so not even as good as you are. Um, Probably in the sense that he's going to be, he's going to have something to prove too. And you know, we sort of made the fun of Guevara Ball for a long time. His kids have done pretty well, though, haven't they? I mean, they're not total screw ups. He's the one that's the loudmouth. The kids are fine. The kids seem to be normal, right? I mean, uh, they're they're fun to watch. They seem to be team guys. So. Yeah, I mean, I, I give them every opportunity to be a pro this year.
0: Yeah, I, I always stay away from Rookie of the Year because it's so dependent on your team, you know. Are you yeah, yeah. Are, are you a rookie who's getting 38 minutes a game on a bad team? Did you come right. in like James Wiseman with the Warriors where you're just going to be a role player? Like, what what what's happening with Rookie of the Year? So I always stay away from it. Um, now, Coach of the Year, I think, is pretty intriguing coming in. Uh, I, I don't know what you're seeing, but I've got Steve Nash – as the only coach better than ten to one odds to wind up being coach of the year. I've got Steve Nash at seven to one to be coach of the year in his NBA debut with Kyrie Irving and Kevin Durant yeah. on his roster.
1: Well, here's here's how you have to do coach of the year. To me, coach of the year is not gonna ever go to someone with the Lakers, or Clippers, or whoever's supposed to be good. Coach of the Year goes to the team and the guy who's the surprise of the year. So find me a team that has a mid-range win total that exceeds expectations. How about like someone like Terry Stotts? What's he at? I don't have Coach the in front of me. Terry Stott uh, Stotts?
0: Terry like Stotts? Where is Terry Stotts? Terry Stotts is 25-1 to 1 in Portland.
1: I, I like that better than the Nets because uh, while we sort of know that Lillard and McCollum and what they have, uh, if they get that spot, if they win 41 games, go over their total and Damian Lillard goes off, and Portland and not Mike Malone is a higher seed, yeah, I like stocks better because Kyrie and, 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 and Durant are expected to be good, especially in the East, right? I mean, I don't think there's going to be any surprise. So give me somebody that's going to do better than expectations. I think the expectations are Steve Nash is, is walking into a, a situation where they're going to be just fine. I don't know that that's the case for Portland, obviously. Their, their total is juiced really high. But still, I think that um, stocks is a, is a better bet for your money.
0: Yeah, and by the way, these are out of order. So there's one other coach that's better than 10-1. Okay. to 1. And, and I mentioned, like with MVP, human beings vote on these awards. They like yep. stories. They like people who are likable. What a story it would be. If at nine to one, Monty Williams goes down to Phoenix and leads yes. that team to the playoffs, nine to Especially one, Monty Williams, yeah, is. That, that would be that, phenomenal.
1: That, that's not a bad story at all. People want that story to happen. They finished great in the bubble. weren't they undefeated in the bubble? They were undefeated. Out?
0: Only team that was yeah.
1: undefeated in the bubble. They, so they're going to have a lot of hype around them. That's another thing that helps the Thunder. Phoenix is going to try to win games this year. They, they want to make playoffs. Paul, too. It, that doesn't ever hurt, and and they got a guy that. Did he play for? Did he play for Monty in, um, New Orleans? I don't I remember if he was, Think he did. No, no I think he no. was gone. You're right. You're right. But Chris Paul only helps you. He's a team guy. We know that uh, exceptionally well. Exceptionally well. What about a team? Here's a total that I like, and that goes along with your coach of the year. I like the Bulls, and I like Billy Donovan there because they're going to be trying their ass off to win games too.
0: Uh, let's see, the Chicago Bulls, 29-and-a-half. The Chicago Bulls yep. have a win total six games higher than the Thunder. I think part of that yep. has to do with a young, hungry team with Billy yep. D that will be yep. trying to win. Part As of that has to do with the, the fact Thunder. that they're in the East.
1: Yeah, and and also they have a new coach, which always helps. I think that Billy Donovan is good around players who want to buy in, particularly younger players. I mean, that's, that's what you have every year in college basketball with a new set of faces. He's really good at that. I think he did I think he did fine in Oklahoma City, obviously. But this isn't a bad defensive team. Uh, I think that they have some guys that can score. They're young. Uh, Levine is fun to watch. Uh, Markkanen's a nice player, too. I think that they can get to 500. If they can get to 500, that's over, uh, what do you get, 72 games, 35. Yeah, I think that they can get close to uh, 30, 32 wins. That's an easy over.
0: Yeah, let me ask you this, because I think there's a fascinating situation going on down in Houston right now. So we've Mm -hmm. already mentioned several times, 72-game season. That means a 500 team would be 36-36. and So naturally, the Vegas win total for the Houston Rockets is 35-and-a-half. What what side of that do you – I mean, obviously, there's so much uncertainty in Houston right now. I think the obvious answer is stay away from this. But if I were to put your feet to the fire and tell you to pick a side, what do you think happens down there? I mean, I don't. I, is James Harden going to try? Um, it, doesn't like, it doesn't feel like it. it here, here's what I think could happen. I think that maybe they've told James Harden, dude, if you want to get traded, you need to have some trade value. So you better get out there and get after it for the next month so that we can trade you. So maybe that happens and they're able to trade him. I don't know. John Wall and Demarcus Cousins. This feels like they traveled back in time to 2015 and put an NBA roster together. I I, I just don't know how this is all going to work. I think it might turn into a complete and total disaster. They are in the West. I think I'd probably lean under here.
1: Yeah, I would probably lean under, too, because uh, they're dangerously close to a disaster. Yeah, Yeah. I think you're right. I think they're going to implode. I think it's more likely that they implode as opposed to uh, play well or
0: Expectations. Yeah, I'm with you. We won't go through all these, but a couple more I find interesting. Uh, Golden State is 38 and a half. Each side's juiced at minus 115. I think Golden State's a really fascinating team. I was looking forward to them being a contender again this year because I, I think it would have been fun for them to kind of be, not necessarily an underdog story, but just, again, Durant's gone, and now it's just the the big three with Clay Draymond and Steph. But now Clay's not there, so obviously they're not going to be a contender right. for the title, but they're certainly still uh, going to be very much in the mix to be a playoff team in the West. What, what do you think, 38-and-a-half?
1: I like the over, uh, mainly because I trust Seth Curry. He's the best shooter in NBA history. By right? miles. I, by, and I love Clay Thompson, too. And he's out, but Oubre and Bazemore, I'm not saying that they're as good as Clay Thompson, but the two of them together are as good as Clay Thompson.
0: Uh, Disagree, There's, but keep going.
1: No, I mean, they're not one-on-one. Bazemore's not better than Thompson. Oubre's not better than Thompson. But both of those guys together can be as good as him. I think this is a nice I think this is a nice makeup of the team. I don't know what Wise is going to bring. I like Draymond also, gets you stats every night. Uh, they have a lot of incentive to be really good this year. Uh, and I think this is going to be Steve Kerr's opportunity to show that he can coach, too. But actually, they can't tried to lose. It worked out for them. They got Steph Curry, and they've got incentive. I like the over there.
0: Yeah, I like the over there as well. We're, we're doing a whole lot of agreeing right now, so let me throw the Miami Heat at you, the uh, runner-ups this past year, as the great Reese Bobby would say. Nothing wrong with Silver. Uh, Miami Heat, forty-four and a half is the win total for the Heat. What do you think? Yep.
1: Well, they're in the East, so I don't mind that at all, but uh, are they going to be able to duplicate last? I mean, they sort of came out, of- I wouldn't say came out of nowhere, but They were a little pleasant surprise, and I don't know that they can do. They they were, I think, a 49-win pace last year in an 82-game season. Um, easily playoff team, I didn't think they'd beat the Bucs. They were a good underdog value. Are they going to be good as a favorite as opposed to an underdog all season? I know that each game stands on its own, but they're going to be seen as a favorite for most of the season.
0: Yeah, I mean, that's why their win total is at 44-and-a-half. So. Yeah, I, I, I don't know that they
1: play from ahead very well. I think that they're better as an underdog, I'd probably take the under.
0: I, I hate that you say that because I'd probably take the under as well. They strike me as yeah. like a uh, – and, and I think that that's a pretty good number, but they strike me as like a 42-and-28 type team. Yeah. So I think it's yeah. a good number, but I would fall on the underside of that. Uh, it's, to me, with NBA over-unders, I always think that if you really like an over, go with it. If you're on the fence, I think you're better off to go under because you've got injuries, you've got guys resting throughout the season, uh, They got almost nature. everybody back.
1: They got everybody back except for Jake Crowder, too. So, I mean, it makes sense that you would think the over. But that's sort of why I think. I, I just don't know that they'll have that same sort of fire. Yeah, I like also, Tyrone Jay Hero, Crowder actually. did a lot
0: for them. I mean, obviously, well, yeah, not, not a superstar, players. but really good role player. Yeah. That's exactly right. That's yeah. exactly right. Uh, all right, last one on the win totals. Milwaukee Bucks. 51 is the win total for the Bucs in the East. What side do you fall on?
1: Oh, man. That's a tough one. I mean, they've been a great uh, – by the way, they beat bad teams, which is exactly what we talked about for the last couple seasons with the Bucks. They're trying to prove something in the regular season. They won a high seed in the playoffs. They went 39-4 versus teams under 500 the last year. Thirty, They won 38 games by double digits. They blew out everyone they played. So they're trying to win more than any other team in the regular season. This is the opposite of what the Thunder have sort of done in the past. This is the opposite of what the Lakers have done in the past. Is Anthony Coupo going to win another MVP? Probably not. But I think that they just put up so many stats. I, I think it's an over again. I think this is a team that Budenholzer has, what wants to win in the regular season. He did this when he was with Atlanta and got him a high seed. So, I, I would probably lean toward the over
0: here. Yeah, I'm actually showing the over at plus 110, the under at minus 145. But yeah, I agree I with you. I, yeah, I mean, I, I ask myself, I'm sitting here, I'm like, this team is in the Eastern Conference. Do I think they're going to lose 22 times in a 72-game no. season? I don't. No. I don't. Yeah. And, and you know, 51 sounds like a lot, but then say out loud the number of games they would have to lose to go under. They'd have to lose 22 yeah. times to go under. I don't see it happening.
1: Look, they're going to lose four or five games that they shouldn't, right, just because that's the way the NBA works. Frankly, the Thunder might beat them one time. It, that seems like a spot where the Thunder would win a game like that. Giannis the and Middleton drops, would sit, yeah. If somebody sits and, and Holiday just goes four for 20 in that game or something like that, I could see that happening because the Thunder lost those games in years past when they were a massive favorite. But this big three that they have is legit. I mean, Holiday, Middleton, and, and Giannis, that's big time. And this is a nice team. They're well-coached. You can tell that they that they try hard on a regular night-in and night-out basis. I think you talked me into it. That could be my, plan. Yeah, that could be my like
0: play. Yeah, I like it. Especially, over. especially at plus money right now, I really like uh, the Bucks over the 51. I'm, I'm probably going to place that one as soon as we get done here. So, uh, Andrew, unless you've got anything else, I, I feel pretty good about our NBA futures. And as crazy as it is to say, I'm, I'm ready for the start of the season. Let's do a hockey podcast next, and uh, we'll be good to go. Uh, Yeah, called – uh, what should we call it, a hockey podcast? Uh, on ice. Something on ice. Something on ice. Yeah, we'll figure that out uh, at a okay. date. TDB, as the great Michael Scott would say. Andrew, good stuff. We'll do it again next week, and we'll have actual NBA games to talk about. Looking forward to it. All right, good stuff. Everybody have a uh, great rest of your week. Good weekend. Enjoy all the football this weekend. Enjoy the NBA getting fired up next week. Thanks for listening once again to Buy the Hook.